fucking microphone. Yeah, what happened to him? I don't know. Quit moving around. Everything oh, I fine. know what happened. I was sitting over there last time. And I was sitting the low chair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, this so, does kind of is a little bit in the pygmy position. Do you want me to? Do you want me to go over there? Fuck no. We're already sitting down. <laughs> How do I get this thing? What do you want it to do? I want it to go up. Okay, then over there, crack that loose. This. Perfect. And tighten it up. Perfect. Holy test, shenanigans. Test one. Yep. <coughs> I definitely have learned just to... You done? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I've just learned that when it, when it comes down to it, I can't, I can't, I can't have you be in charge of my anal health. I want, I don't want I don't know we're not recording are we we can't talk about it we're not talking about that on the recording oh my god no I, <laughs> but but <laughs> but <laughs> some things don't need to make it on <laughs> well you're in charge of editing so you know it's not my bup kiss well he's been about. such a you know a little bit of a poopy mood so I thought I'd try to lighten the and wasn't in a poop you said a little bit of a poopy mood so I thought I would try to lighten it up a little bit that's all <laughs> not in a poopy mood I'm going to be, especially after that. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Those um, drunken noodles you got. <laughs> uh, well, that'll serve you right for not telling me what level of spice you wanted. I, you like. That's uh, how you portray it? No, that'll serve me right for trusting you. You like spicy foods. What else is I going to order you? I do like spicy foods. But when you go somewhere, if we haven't discussed it and they're like, Oh, how would you like this? No spice, medium spice, blow your new butthole out spice. (laughs) And you opt for the third option. (laughs) Oh, hell. I think he's just recovered from his surgery. So there were. Let's go for the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog up his ass. There were four categories there was mild, medium, (laughs) spicy, and Thai. Spicy, and I said spicy, so I even gave you the one, the one down. I know, I, down. I don't think I got round eye spicy <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, well, okay, we just, we just can't win with Ty. That's the problem. That's what it is. Last time you got Ty, you like <coughs> taste fishy. No, that wasn't the last time I had Ty. Maybe the last time with you. Right, last time with oh me. Oh my god, I stepped out on you and had Thai food to somebody else. Well, that's what the out. fuck. I don't really worry about that. So, um, welcome your, back. What's your name, listeners? My name is Nancy. My name is <laughs> Bonsoir, but I think that's actually like hello or some shit like that. What? Never mind. My name's Bonsoir. Scott. My name's Scott. <laughs> Jeez, they're in a piss off the french people now okay yeah whatever (laughs) right there we go they're probably all trying to figure out their pronouns oh no 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 we're not gonna go there not gonna go there oh come on not gonna go there um (sighs) i i I would like to you know if we're talking about spicy though i would like to talk about south by southwest a little bit as i was uh briefly on the fringe of south by southwest in austin meaning she was in texas I was in Texas, yes, and um, I never heard of South by Southwest. Before. Really? No, I never. Until like last week? 
Yeah, no I shit. mean, I had never heard See, of that it. I, did not know. I had no that idea I did not know. what it was. Apparently, it costs fifteen hundred dollars. See, I still don't buy that part. But here's the deal: I <laughs> it never fails to to hello uh, glasses. It never fails to surprise me how you come over here to do this, and we'll hang out doing whatever we're doing, catching up on something if we need to catch up on it. And then we sit down and start doing this. And then there, you kind of come out of left field with something that pertains to this that I had no idea. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I told you I was going to talk about that a little bit. You are bit. just a, you are an icon, Well, Nancy. so, you know, we're down there on South by Southwest and we don't have tickets to anything and there's a bunch of crowds and uh, um, it was kind of, there was some, <laughs> I would consider them installations going on. There was Maybe the $1,500 was just your price. All these, <laughs> I know. They're like, oh, you want to come in? That'll be $1,500. There were all these pictures of nuns um, just like slapped on the wall everywhere. And it was an, and then they released like, I don't know, like two dozen nuns in blue habits on the streets. And you were supposed to ask them questions. And it was related to that show, Mrs. Davis. Which I had never heard of. So that was good advertising for me at South by Southwest. <coughs> and then there was a little Doritos, sort of like laser light show going on in a triangular hut. And that was fun. You could go in there and, you know, um, take a video or something with the Doritos machine. It was pretty fun. I think the Doritos, that still just to me seems stupid. That was about my extent of my South by Southwest exposure. Got to see one, one half of a band towards the end. There's your South by Southwest exposure ticket cost. How much is it? Well, you get your platinum badge for nineteen ninety five. No. Interactive for sixteen ninety five. Film and TV. Maybe that's the one you were thinking of. Fifteen ninety five. The cheapy one for the music badge is nine ninety five. That is not. That is nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. Correct. Yeah. So we were pretty close. See the website. I'm on the website. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. not I was on nineteen ninety-five. As in, there's a the one on the left is nineteen ninety-five. Well, we one thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Yeah, we know we're talking in thousands. Wow. So if I say nineteen ninety-five, we okay. know what we're talking about. Okay. Well, do you not know how numbers work? Well, first of all, I didn't know you were going to be putting that stuff on the big screen over. Well, there. I hadn't planned on it. No. It just kind of happened that way. So, right. but you could do the music stuff. No, see, you were getting told. See, it was, it's like, oh, you want to come in? $1,500. Because, look, the online pass, access to, oh, online events. You weren't walking around in, you know, I should say Atlanta. We were not in virtual. We were <laughs> not, not in a virtual, virtual world. No. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, then it's completely overpriced. Yeah, yeah. So, I, 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 I was right about something. Woohoo. Well, um, here, I got the calendar. I'll put it on. <laughs> Holy shit, that's expensive. Well, but you know what? It's all the up-and-coming people who want to be like fucking Elon Musk or somebody like that that go to it. So I don't know too much about it, but we we heard that musicians were protesting. Musicians were only paid $250. Like a, a band would only be paid $250 to perform at South by Southwest. And the music badge goes for $995 for an individual to go there. Yeah. Right. <coughs> All right, folks. So that's kind of unfair. Um, kind of. Kind of. It kind of is. But yeah, but who's going to... Who's gonna, but see, you know what, though? If you're an up-and-coming band, 
All right. The background the- <laughs> noise that you're hearing right now is 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 uh, gummy bears. Uh, Scott is, I guess, apparently interested in eating a whole bunch world. of gummy bears right now. So, but bands that go. <laughs> oh, and the dogs have clustered <laughs> it, 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 it would appear that the dogs bear. are interested yeah. in gummy bears, too. All right, guys, you, you get one. You get one. Just oh, my God, you're feeding them gummy bears? That's not good. It's not good for them. Anything that'll <laughs> firm up those turds. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> don't you give your dog gummy bears? No, I don't. That's how you get those nice gelatinous poops that you can just what? pick up really oh, easy. Oh, this is disturbing. <laughs> I had no idea. No, I had yeah, no idea. That's how you get them to stick together. Um, right, um, last one, guys. Seriously, I, last one. That's one. I've never heard of this. I I. I, never, I, never. I just heard of it now. Just, you just, made, just, you just, just created this. Like a minute ago, I heard some guy talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> Yours? Like you, <laughs> you went, you went into the future, didn't you? Well, you I went into a, the future. I have a habit of doing that. I, yeah. Well, this guy was on a podcast, and you know he's never steered me wrong yet. There you go. There you go. But All I right. bet those bands. Aren't a lot of the bands bands that are trying to make it anyway? So I don't like, know. But I mean, so think about it. If you've got a five-person band and you're you're paying the band a total of $250. Yeah, somebody's sucking dick for gas. Si- oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's 50 bucks a piece. I mean, come on. That's not fair. I, somebody brought I their knee pads. I don't know. I, 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 well, like, you know, I don't know anything about this world. All of a sudden, the... It was kind of neat. It was kind of neat to be down there at the same time. Something that big was going on. I keep but. trying to look at my watch, and I'm not wearing a watch. But I'm looking at the schedule for South by Southwest. And Friday the tenth, the first thing on there is simply labeled. It's for all South by Southwest badges. <laughs> it's labeled cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? That's awesome. Anyway, yeah, cannabis. Get a well, snapshot. I don't, really know. Well, I don't know what that's I'm not. About. I have no idea. I wasn't there on the 10th. 7, 8, 9, 10. We pretty much arrived on the the 13th was the day we were milling around the same places that the South by Southwest people were. I bet you that's like a, uh, no, I was going to say maybe that's like a location, like a room or something, but it, oops. There see? was lines for days. Can you see it now? Cannabis. No, I can't see it at all. No, it's a I was, very well. Tiny I was trying. I was trying to get it going over here and just working. No, oh, whatever. Okay. So anyway, that was all my right. Enough of that. Introduction. Um, that was very interesting. <laughs> so we decided uh, the we've been juggling several shows. All of a sudden, juggling uh, three of them, and we decided tonight we would talk about the Mandalorian first. Well, I think probably more. We just decided to talk about three. I mean, now we're probably going to watch your Blue Betty Nun show. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, it, I don't, it's supposed to be really good. Um, is it in like season five already? They're no, just advertising this is like the first, it. No, this is like the first season. <laughs> well, yeah, we can check it out, Mrs. Davis. Um, it's supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Davis. Oh, do you know that gummy bears actually leave a print on your keyboard if you're not careful? Wow, though. Yuck. I'm learning so much I didn't know about gummy bears. It's an experience. Yeah, this is the first season, which I knew. But I was surprised that it was on Peacock, because Peacock really doesn't have that much good stuff. Well, <clears throat> they got days of our lives. <laughs> do they? Yeah. <laughs> and, do oh, they? and let me tell you what. For those uh, 
that if anybody out there at all follows Days of Our Lives, Bo is back. They brought Bo back Didn't from the die? dead. Was... Oh yeah, he died. Like is it the same Bo? It's the same Bo. It's Peter <laughs> Reckle. They brought him back from the dead. Speaking he's, of second dick, been he was like, like in, <laughs> "I need a job." <laughs> he's been in like a cryo chamber. And, oh my god! And they brought Hope back, who Hope claimed she had retired. I don't know about two years ago. She retired, and and they brought some other woman back named Megan Hathaway, who was. Like, I don't know, showed up maybe like for one season in 1988 and they like <laughs> brought her back. And it's like, what are you doing? Kristen Alfonso yes. previews Bo and Hope's returns to Days yeah. of Our Lives. She's pretty, she, it was pretty good to see her back. I'll say that. And I Ooh, just Bo wish, looks old. I wish these, I mean, back. oh, and they are, are they angels? They, they're in, they are. They're, they're in, in heaven. white clothes. They're in heaven. They they did this Beyond <laughs> Salem show, which is crazy, Pam. Oh, so that it's that's from that. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So after Days of Our Lives went to Peacock, they put on two like different types of Days of Our Lives shows. One is Beyond, called Beyond Salem, and I don't remember, remember what the other one is called. I think my but, mom mentioned that. But it, it's just it's 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 really loopy. It's loopy. They uh, <laughs> they've got they had. Marlena, Kayla, and Kate in heaven for a while, and then they were in hell for a while, and now they're in a cryostasis tube, and then they're, they're no yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad. I mean, when Marlena was possessed by the devil, that was one thing, but then when everybody's dead and coming back to life, and oh, they had, Kate had been cremated, supposedly, and she was talking from her urn, like talking to her husband the, from her urn, and it was like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> and the funny thing is that um, I remember when they, when Eugene went to the future with aliens yeah. or whatever, people thought that was fucking weird. I really wish they'd bring Eugene back. I mean... <laughs> Eugene, uh, I mean, John Delancey, who wouldn't love to see him back on? Well, he just got done playing Q. Right. I mean, I don't think he has any interest in going back to days, but. Well, yeah, think. Here, let's see if I just. I need to play this. I think John Delancey has some. uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He's like, has a sense of class and taste. And he's like, I'm a. I might be a. I might be voicing a, a, a weird dragon named Discord on My Little Pony, but I'm not going back to Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Is that in your earphones? Or where was that? Well, I don't know, but I heard chocolate. That's what I heard. I heard Master Chocolate. Oh, because it went there. Because it wow. went there. Well, I tell you what, it was pretty booming there for a second. What are you doing? Are you talking to me? No. Get out of here. Go, go. That's the dogs. Okay. Cranky. Oh, now they want gummy bears. They're like, no, she's all, what she's doing? Bridgestone has made tires. Okay, there. Now it was in your headphones, right? Yeah, I see my headphones. Okay. Yeah, it was going on. I don't know what's going on. Well, so should we get to it? We got three shows to talk about and we can't i'm i, I know i started squirreling around right away but that's, that's all right I'll, I'll cut everything out after hi everybody oh thanks okay so uh let's let's talk about the mandalorian um very excited to have the mandalorian back um you know <laughs> just the one uh property that disney hasn't completely fucked up that they purchased you know i was thinking uh 
Grogu, Baby Yoda, made such a good choice by not sticking with the Jedi. It was pretty damn boring with the Jedi. I mean, I think you should have stuck around long enough to see a court bug in a name change, though. <laughs> what? Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Yeah. Well, let's just call him. Let's call him Baby Yoda. Well, it's like the first. That first episode, when he goes back to see um, Apollo Creed on whatever planet it was, and when he's talking about the little, the little one, the little one, the little one, he goes Grogu. He's like, "What?" He goes Grogu. His name's Grogu. He literally kind of, he literally goes, "Oh, whatever." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about how exciting it is traveling around with Mando. I mean, like, Gro- Gro- I mean, Grogu must have been on the Jedi planet, just going, "This is boring. I don't want to be here." I'm sure, but I mean, I mean, all we can do is hang out and like use his helmet to shave or whatever, because he doesn't ever take it off to talk to anybody. <laughs> also, opening. It would be Opening the very, very opener of season three, episode one, that giant gator leaps out of the water and ruins the helmet ceremony. Everybody's dying. <laughs> I got sh- a little snickered with that because I, I was, I don't know why I thought that was probably a callback. Oh, yeah, they opened. I, I was thinking that it was actually, we were watching Mando, we were watching Din Djarin get his helmet. Oh, I mean, I don't know why because he was rescued during a battle and all that kind of. We know that. So you thought it was flashback? I thought it was a flashback. Yeah. Oh. Like I said, I don't know why because we know that he got rescued during a battle and all that kind of stuff by another Mandalorian. He was hiding and he got pulled out of a hole or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And for some reason or other, I thought that they went from some town somewhere to the beach and decided to stick a helmet on his head that wouldn't seal because his hair is too long to hang out the back. Well, Mandalorian comes. Uh... Mando comes in and saves them. He I mean, he comes in and saves them from the skater. Correct. And I said, I thought that season was a flashback. Oh. But Mando comes in at the very end yeah. when they're getting their asses handed them. And well, all of a sudden, that gate, the big gator takes a couple hits on the side and wakes up and goes, hello. Then you realize, oh, it's not a flashback. This is current. Well, they're kind of assholes to him after. I mean, he saves their life, and they're like, eh, you're still an apostate. You took off your helmet. You still have a prostate. You stupid. You still took off your you're helmet. A, you're I mean, a you're prostate. Not, you're not with the, you're not one of us anymore. Well, it's that big guy that Boo. he fought and beat his shit. That's that one big guy. That's the yeah. problem. Well, you were very fixated on that kid's hair being caught in his helmet. Well, it was. Very <laughs> so for those of you who don't know... <clears throat> They stick the helmet on the kid, and you hear it kind of do a bzzz, like it's like it's it's sealing. But there's like two inches of freaking hair hanging out of the back of the helmet, so you don't really have a lot of sealing when hair is sticking out of there. Well, it was stupid That's that he saying. went. It was stupid that he went in there with long hair. I mean, when you're going to be living in a helmet for the rest of your life, maybe cut your hair. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, how do they do that? They say, don't ever take your helmet off, but your hair's going to keep growing. Every one of them should have a ponytail hanging down to their... Yeah. Wherever. You were going to say... You were going to say an naughty word. I was going to say ass crack, <laughs> but it didn't sound dirty enough. <laughs> I was trying to figure out... I was trying to figure out how to switch from ass crack to balls. I thought you were going to say dick. <laughs> oh, well, balls would be lower well, in most cases. You know, when so, a doubt, hoo-ha is the appropriate term to use. Only for a girl. Whatever. And there you're walking girls. around with a taco. There was girls. With a, with a lot of guacamole. Gross. But yeah. 
That's just, how do they cut their hair? If uh, they never take their freaking well, hair off. Well, how do they eat? We still don't really know. I well, mean, no, we see him. You saw him in the one when when Starbucks made him some soup. He pulled his helmet out. You know that see, that helmet that's gets so tight it it becomes hermetically sealed, so yeah. he doesn't get ever. But he just kind of pulls it away from his face, and he was drinking soup. Well, we we had this discussion though when Mandalorian started up again. We had this thing. discussion. Because I seem to remember, remember in a previous Mandalorian episode that they could take their helmet off if they were alone. I, 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 I have no idea. And it's about showing their face, not it, actually I, taking the helmet off. I, I know it's about showing the face. Well, anyway. But he wouldn't even take his helmet off in the first season in front of the robot. That's right. I know. Well, I don't know. Okay, enough on that. Yeah. I got to go to work tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> this is the way. Oh fuck. <laughs> this is the way we go to work. We pay our bills. This is the way we go to work. Go oh, they to work. flew with go space whales. This is the way we go. To... They flew with space whales. This is pretty fun. Right out of the cartoon that I never watched. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say never. Every now, every now and then again, I've seen an episode, but I had to look that one up. I did find it fun when um, they. <laughs> They get down to the the magistrate and uh, Baby Yoda spinning in the chair. He's using the force to spin. That in the was freaking hilarious. He is like getting a little little candies out of the chair. Well, it was kind of you like know that. it was kind of gangster too. He was like sitting there, kicked back in the chair, and he would just bring his, every time he went around. If you saw his hand actually came up, so his hand would come up and go bam. He'd do another, another he'd do another yeah. circle. And he'd come around, raise his hand up, bam, do another loop around. And then we hear, It was kind of like he was like flicking. Stop well, yeah, that. Jim Jarn just grabs, his, grabs the chair. Yeah, that was pretty mm, funny. Was um, there was, I don't, I don't know. There was a lot of like stupid, the pirates, all those pirates were kind of stupid, I thought. They looked plain, just plain ridiculous, those pirates. <laughs> I uh wait the pirates what pirates? Well, in that first episode where there was the the pirates that came in. Oh came, yeah, those dipshits came about this big pirate fight, which didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, they no, you're you are correct. I like that they made the uh, the statue of IG IG eleven. Is it IG eleven or IG two? I don't remember his number, a, but I know it's IG. Statue of him, and then he's like, "Take him down, get him going again." And that got kind of dropped, didn't it? Like, where, where are we on that that droid? Because it did just turn out that they couldn't get him going. Well, yeah, well, no, because they couldn't get the part. Remember? Yeah. When the Jawas said they couldn't get the parts, and that's when. Decided, well, forget it. So here's here's <laughs> R five or whichever. I believe it was the little uh, little Anzellan mechanics. This droid is Poodoo. <laughs> that was funny, Poodoo. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, those guys are the best. Dank Ferric. That was funny. That was funny. They're like Dank Ferric, <laughs> which is basically their motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. For those of you that never mind. Oh, so I don't know. We get to episode two. Um, Jawas. That's kind of fun. They're in episode two. I mean, they're maybe in their one too. But well, and they were doing their little. Th- well, they because they did the same thing to. They did the same thing to where they ripped off mm-hmm. their parts and then turned around and tried to. Yeah. Tried to sell uh, them back. So that second episode was kick ass. When they got down, when they got down 
in the the minds of Mandalore and everything and their dog is coming at them and fighting. And uh, I was calling them cave aliens. <laughs> cave aliens attack Mando. Oh, the big goofy guys. Yeah, they have a name. They have a name. They're called Alamites and they're from the surface wastelands after Mandalorian goes to hell. Yep, yep. Mandalore goes to hell. Yeah, because um, Bo-Katan talks about them. But I wish they would have told us what that huge, you know, that, that I called it a robotic bug, captures Mando and puts him in that cage. And then something slinks out of that thing. Something is piloting yeah, that. Yeah, like, like just the eyeball. Yeah. and the, But then he, that thing gets away in a little, okay. in a little like, kind of like, almost like a little like Shriner scar. But I'm trying <laughs> Off. Do you remember that scene? He kind of like gets in okay. his yes. like yes. eyeball gets in the Shriner's car and like rolls away. And, and you're, awesome. you got to ask yourself at what point, guard. what the hell was all that? What the hell was all that? How many thing? clowns are coming out of there? Jeez. Well, no, I read somewhere who it was. Um, and I, or did she say? Because yeah, because she kills him. She I thought Bo-Katan said she, who it was. She kills something, but. At the end, it's alive. The eyeball is live, and it gets away in the little Shriner car. Yeah, but they... Um, they she does not go into what that thing was. I tried, So I was, try, I was trying to remember who it was that said it, though. Yeah, never mind. Ah, never mind. I thought... I thought it was pretty cool when Bo-Katan got Darksaber back. She seemed like she was wielding Darksaber a hell of a lot better than... Mando. And yet, like I said, Moff Gideon had no problem with it before Mando. Mm-hmm. And there was, and I I think I even told you, I said I read about it. Well, because it's supposed to be, because, all right. So I'm a Star Trek guy, not Star Wars. And so when I do, when I do some re- Star Wars research, I just shake my head and go, ugh. Kind of sounds like being an Episcopalian. Anyway. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Why do you have to call out a specific religion? That's my family. Oh, gee, okay, okay, you are <laughs> literally calling them out. Then okay, because it's the Church of England, and I hate the Queen. Oh, oh wow! I wish oh, she was dead. She is oh, wait, dead. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Fergie has custody of the whatever. Corgis. I thought the Queen was kind of cool. Let me choose one hundred and twelve and all, but anyway, it has nothing to do with the Queen. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about again? We're talking about Darksaber. Bo-Katan right. rolls it better than Mando. So it has, and so what I was reading uh, was that th- it boils down to the crystal that's in the lightsaber that makes makes the lightsaber go ring, swing, oh. is, is supposed to be sentient. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because there's nothing quite like a rock that thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess did see everything everywhere all at once. Had, well, is, had a couple is, thinking does, rocks. Does it have there, right? something to do with midichlorians? Or uh, those, no, thank God. No, thank God. Mini so, midichlorians. <laughs> so the the crystals inside lightsabers that are supposed to be. I mean, this is what I read. I, anybody who listens might listen to this. I didn't. This I didn't pull this out of you know where and know this. I actually had to read it. So that means I really am kind of like everybody else. Um, so. It understands the intentions or the wants or whatever, whoever is wielding the saber. So if you really don't want to, like, so with the dark saber, the dark saber is supposed to be wielded by some whoever wants to rule Mandalore. Well, if you really don't want to rule Mandalore, the crystal knows that. Oh. And fights back. 
Ah. And so that's supposedly why Din Boy, Din, Dinner Boy, mm-hmm. has a hard time because he has no desire whatsoever in Ruling Mandalore. Okay. And so, but then that's how both Bo Katan and. Whatever, what, Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon, I was going to call him Darth Stupidus. I can't remember. <laughs> Moth Gideon could both wield it with no problem. Yeah. Mm. Because they both said, you know, sure, one was what mm-hmm. we call good and evil, but the stone doesn't care. It cares about what it, it only cares about what it cares about, and it cared about being the saber for whoever would rule Mandalore. I kind of Which is why wish, Moff Gideon could do it too. I kind of oh, wish God, Star Wars is so fucking complex. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I, I kind of wish. You know, um, jump in a ship and go blow honestly, something up. Honestly, I wish Mando had just given that dark saber back to Bo Katan. I mean, she, she can't did, take it. She can't take it? Why not? It has to be one in combat. And again, I think it goes back to the stupid rock that's got a brain. Well, she was fighting something, and those mines of Mandalore, that's combat. No, whoever has the sword or yeah, the well, saber. She, says, yeah. she has to fight Mandalore. Okay, so, she all and, right. She fine. and Din, I wonder if, like, a sex fight would work. Oh, gross. Like, they could really <laughs> like, do a little uh, role play. <laughs> Okay. Knock each other around the bedroom for a little there bit, and then she could take the sword. Yeah. After she released his other sword. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, she. Did she I mean, I gotta go to work. I morning. would say that she really helps him throughout the majority of the episode. Oh, she's saved his ass like fifteen like, times yeah, in the like series, dozens of times. Well, and then it's funny. I think it's funny. He finally gets to this pool, this this reflection pool that he's got to jump into. The life water. He like or... completely sinks. He just like drops. And she no, has that to go critter, in. that critter got him. He disappeared. The, the thing grabbed him. And... The yeah, because you see that when they're on their way back up. You saw that, didn't you? Oh yeah, I saw it. I saw it at the bottom. But I thought when he first got in the water, he just kind of fell because later he said, "Did that pool used to be that deep? I don't remember it being that deep." Well, and plus she's like, well, because he was knocked out at the bottom. Yeah. You know, because she was. I, I think he's he's full. Of, he's lying in this show just as much as he is in The Last of Us to Ellie, for Christ's sakes. Oh yeah. You know, because when they're down there, and she, you know, she's like, "Well, you didn't see a big, you didn't see a big, you know." steaming monster with you know <laughs> tusks or anything yeah, like, no like, I, didn't I, see didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing well it was possible that he was knocked out oh uh, entirely i suppose yeah well anyway so then we you know we transition over to the next episode and the, who who exactly blew <laughs> up her home who blew up Bo-Katan's I don't think home? we know at this point. We don't I mean, know. Well, okay. you know, there are other people because of the fact, remember, we talked about the fact that this takes place after Return of the Jedi and before stuff, other stuff. So yeah, you still got bad folk out there and supposedly good folk. But of course, after that third, last episode, you kind of have to figure out where the line is. Yeah. I mean, there are raiders and whatnot. Yeah, well... That was kind of stinky. Did you have some of your notes house. on the? F- had some of your notes on the floor that the dogs are yeah, on turning into the dogs? Oh, they they're eating it. It's like the dogs are eating my homework. <laughs> wow. Have you ever dogs, literally dogs seen are it? Eating paper. <laughs> I've never seen a dog actually eat paper. They, this they is just, real. No, they just shred it. Oh, they just okay. Shred are it. you? Should I try to get that thing out of the jaws of the beast, or should I? Should I even care? I think she's just shredding it. You, you, you're okay with she, her? Eating it? No, okay, she's not eating. Fine. Well, it's okay. She's not that, eating it. She's shredding it. I'll, be, I'll tend to believe my students more now if they come with that excuse again. The dog. You, you want homework? You're yeah. literally watch it. 
I'm watching. I'm watching it. This is this is quite interesting. Uh, but see, by her back over by the butt is where the paper oh, goes. Where yeah, she's tossing. I see it. it. I see it. Okay. She's just shredding it up. So well, let's transition over. Where so you know, it gets kind of it starts getting kind of weird in the Mandalorian when they transition over to Coruscant, and it's it's that whole story about the the um re being the uh, the guy from the empire who's being well, rehabilitated. Yeah, all the people that are yeah. Which I just want to say this and I felt like those sets, those sets on Coruscant that were in their office buildings and their um what do they call them amnesty centers. Right. Yeah, amnesty housing, they looked so similar to the the Live action Eon Flux movie. It wasn't even funny. Did you? Did well, you that watch was Eon that Flux? was on like thirty years ago. So I'm pretty sure it's not the same. They probably <laughs> no. raised those sets by now. No, but it really felt like Eon Flux. And no, uh, I didn't do the. I watched the cartoon because it was super trippy. Was but I, trippy. But I, but I never saw the uh, live action. One of the most. I, I would say, out of everything I've ever consumed in my entire life, media wise, Eon Flux was the hardest to understand. That. That animated Eon Really? Flux. You've never seen Squid Billies? Oh, I never watched Squid Billies. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm ah, Adult Swim. I, don't, I don't need to. I don't need to. <laughs> no, you don't. But, I mean, Eon Flux was complicated. But I just I just had an Eon Flux vibe from that. And um, that actor, it seems like that actor playing the scientist is well known, but I don't know who he is. Um, oh, I've never seen him until he appeared in Mandalorian. But I mean, they had a lot of interesting things in this. They had LED popsicles, which is kind of funny. They had that that mountaintop. There were glow in the dark jum jum sticks. Yeah, and then they had a robot counselor. You know, you can't Stupid. lie to the robot. Well, you yeah. can, but um, you can fill out a C ten twenty three request to use old. God, you went Empire that fucking deep with your yeah. notes. Oh yeah. No wonder that you miss half the show. All you do is sit there and write everything no. down. But okay, and then did you catch this thing at the end when they they yeah because I wasn't taking notes when they put him in the mind flare des- device mind flare now that's a Correct. that is a term from what show the Mandalorian we just saw it. no that's the mind flare comes from Stranger Things that was kind of weird that they were calling it a mind flare I'm not familiar is that a new show no come on jeez. <laughs> Well, it, General, it's a trap. Said that it wasn't a mind flare. He said it's like a mind massager. Oh, remember? Well, it's more, based on the same technology. We're gonna get you back on <laughs> With, track. I, I was based on the same technology. You mean using it for something else? Based on the same technology. I kind of felt like I. They, I felt like they were trying to snuff out people who were still attached to the empire, but it seemed awful. Like we're going to trick you. It felt very like we're going to trick you. I didn't like that. I And what you know, do we know what the well, point of all that was? You think it was trick you? She flat out set him up. Oh yeah, she did set him up. I mean, up. that was that was beyond I don't know. Maybe it, it, it was somebody trying to make a statement about like the, you know, police in Louisiana or something like that nowadays as far as how they treat individuals cuz it almost seems like it the whole thing was Beyond being a setup, it was almost like a, I don't know, an effort to discredit any kind of 
I don't want to say law enforcement. I, you know what I mean? It's just because it went so far beyond a setup. It was it was strange. I just felt like it seemed, and I maybe there's a purpose to it in the future. It seemed very out of place yes. with what we'd been watching. It seemed almost like a side story. Like, oh, oh we're just going to have this very unrelated episode. Of well, until they zapped his brain, it was boring as heck, too. Yeah, frankly, it, was, it really it was, was pretty boring. I, Ooh, I was nodding off. Your yellow crickets, your yellow crickets, your little yellow cakes. You know, you know, oh, yellow cake, rations. That's, that's uranium. Like, I like Everybody the yellow <laughs> rations. I like the red rations. You like yellow what? cake? What's uranium? wrong with you? You like the red rations? <laughs> yeah. God, long live the new republic. Well, and after she gets done jacking up the volume to, to cook him like a freaking piece of fried spam. So that's when she pulls it into her pocket and pulls one out and starts munching on it. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you bitch. Yeah. She uh she did she did him wrong. So Well Anyway, we we'll see what we'll see what happens and then everybody took a bath and now they're part of the same family. <laughs> oh yeah, that was another thing that kind of got me too. It's like Boca Tan didn't want to reintegrate with those guys. She didn't want to reintegrate with them. She but wants to she, keep She her. just happens to be standing there at the time. They let her back in. They're like, oh, you oh, yeah. you went into the pool. You, well, they, all they did was forgive her. You got your helmet back on. You're good. You're yeah. Good. So yeah, you're saying you're she good. didn't want to be forgiven because she thinks it's, it's a load of shit. But they forgave her anyway, mm. which means she can hang out if she wants. Yeah, I wonder. It'll be leave. interesting if she puts her helmet back on or well, takes her helmet back. That'd be kind of funny. She, I mean, she just takes like, it off. Like the <laughs> next next episode should start when they're still in the cave. You know, and you know how sometimes an episode will begin with like the last sentence or two that the previous episode ended, and so they should start the episode with her saying it again. You know, you may stay here as long as you want. She'll pull her helmet off. What'd you say? I couldn't hear you. Couldn't hear you through this fucking thing. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's probably like, I'm too hot to wear this helmet. She is too hot to wear that she helmet. Is she hot. is. Starbuck is looking really good right. nowadays. Right. Pretty Oof. smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. So that's about it for The Mandalorian. How about we <laughs> we transition over to The Last of Us? And uh, You can do whatever you want. I'll walk there or go there, <laughs> yes. but I'm not transitioning oh there. okay you're not going to transition over the last of us you're just gonna nope, what do you want to do this Picard? Is a pronoun free oh boy okay episode <laughs> yeah okay um what'd you say no no you didn't want to do picard you wanted to do last of us last Maybe of us because we, we only got one episode last of us right right well the last one no, I mean we did not. We did not talk about on our last podcast. We didn't talk about the episode with the creepy dad. We didn't talk about creepy dad. Wait, when you say creepy dad, you mean the cult, the leader. pastor, yeah, the, <laughs> the pastor. minister. He was something else. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I don't think we talked. About, we haven't sure. talked. We've only talked about. I really don't think we even talked about the episode where Ellie and Riley were in the in the mall. Did we talk about that? No. We didn't. No. And we, we gotta go a little bit back, but um Do we? No, I mean we don't have to, but That's like five episodes ago. Yeah. But I mean that And we just aired the last episode. That was pretty pretty um important that, you know, she she had to eventually uh, 
you know, we go through this wonderful episode where Riley is taking her through this mall and showing her these five wonders and they kiss. And then all of a sudden they let their guard down, of course, and they're attacked by a monster. And the importance of it is that we find out that that's when she got bit. Yep. They both get bit. She has to, she has to put down Riley, but then she doesn't die. Put her down. Well, she has to put her down. Yeah. I um, just, I think, you know, doctor, I, my cat's sick. I'm going to have to put her down. I thought that was definitely a good episode. The next episode, when they get to this, uh, well, of course, Joel is, Joel is in a hurt bag. He's been he's been basically we find out he's been stabbed by one of their people david's people with a baseball bat yeah with a shard of a baseball bat everybody needs to get stabbed with a baseball bat that sounds awful and um ellie kind of puts herself out there to get medicine for him and she's just a badass with her gun and but they kind of creep up on her and they being the the cult oh god i'm trying to (laughs) Somebody from now I gotta figure out who it was because I can't remember. An actor from a TV show that used to be on jumped on his Insta or the Tweetster or whatever, complaining about The Last of Us for yet again any depiction of religion in a show results in that individual being crazy a murderer a monster or whatever well that's and about it, has he ever heard hollywood, of hollywood is become anti-christian and not anti-religious anti-christian and that's how they depict okay. so you got somebody so, sure the person reading the bible you know just happens to so he's not eat, aware eat of people. jonestown he's not aware of david koresh he's not aware of manson he's not uh, aware this, of this is an actor it's not like they're fucking smart or anything well i mean this is just insane this, i mean this this person was your typical cult leader um I understand some of the things that he did to keep his people alive. Like, you know, they're all up. Everyone was so grossed out by the fact that they were eating their own dead. But in in some ways, that kind of made sense. Like, okay, these pers- these people are dead, and they're a protein source. So, you know. Yeah, I know. I-, I mean, it might not have been the best idea to lie to everyone and, and just, like, feed them this food and tell them it's deer. And I, that was kind of like if you've ever had venison. <laughs> that was a venison gross, has a very unique flavor. That was a gross scene in the show when they we we realized finally that they were eating their dead and they had their heads cut off and they were hanging from the yeah. the ceiling. That was gross. And but, it actually the funny thing is it didn't look that gross in the in the game. <laughs> I've seen it in the game. The, yeah. They they really did a number in the TV show for it. <laughs> yeah, there was a line. Um, there was a line, uh, Ellie shoots the deer, and then that David and Buddy find it. And um, I think Ellie says, what, you're inviting me to your hunger club? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but, you know, it was just all very circular because the, the Joel had killed, you know, or Ellie had killed the guy that was hanging in the meat club the meat locker you re- you remember that right like so after 
when Ellie was riding away on her horse. And that was his, and she the shot. other guy's brother. Yeah, she that and that was, one and that one girl's father that was crying yes, at the end of the episode. Yeah, so that was I really feel like that was some brilliant tie-in and writing. That was good. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I mean right away something seemed off. People were just too uncomfortable around this this David guy. I mean they just had some sort of weird fear of him and it's like um it's what he said to that young girl it was, too was like it was wayne wilson from uh what's called the office is the one that complained about oh really complain about oh my goodness last was having an anti-christian bias well one, i mean you're an actor so you already worship satan so what's where are you coming from i because everybody knows all actors are Satanists. Right. I mean, I just thought that there was just something deeply disturbing when the cult, David, the cult leader, made that comment to the girl whose dad had died. And he's like, I'm going to be your father now. So and you're like, and you're like, all you can hear is George Michael playing in your head. I oh, will be you, your father, baby. You Put your tiny hand in mine. I mean... <laughs> I talked to someone recently about that and and I said that was always a creepy song and they said no it wasn't. I'm like, um You're like the only one that made it creepy. I felt I just feel like it's creepy. Oh, uh, you make it creepy. Have you, you just kind of sad most of the time, sad. losing interest in things you once cared about. You may <laughs> be experiencing these and other symptoms that are difficult to understand. These sim- Oops. <laughs> are you playing like are, are we trying to get I, no, money? I was try- we're, no, we're trying I, everyone we're trying, trying to get money from the pharmaceutical tr- companies that's what we're doing. With a doctor. learn more about major depressive disorder and a potential treatment option at managingdepression.us no we know we're not getting money from Albany's gummy bears but we might get some from the pharmaceutical we might <laughs> well we might we're not getting anything from George Michael because <laughs> he's passed <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> can, we, can you imagine like dancing with your junior high girlfriend and to this song? Something special, something sacred. You know, they yeah. say that the Catholics, uh, Catholic Church forbade, in the year 1100, forbade priests from having families because they didn't want the priests giving all their money to their kids. Oh. Which is really kind of funny because when you fast forward, <laughs> uh, the Catholic Church has given like over $2 billion to a lot of kids. So <laughs> you think they could have just left it as it was and take, oh my <laughs> not got to go through the middleman yeah i just well saying. i'll tell you what i i don't know how boy the whole fish thing too you know we're in fish season now and it's all people are whining and that's oh are you catholic i'm, I'm not catholic oh. <laughs> i'm not <laughs> like but the whole fish thing, i was almost gonna apologize i mean like you know i mean the just how they've manipulated capitalism religion and capitalism or religion is capitalism i don't know be a really religion has yeah, become a cat. No, yes. Yeah. Anyway, well. Uh, you should really stick to the point. <laughs> Warm and naked. 
just say. Yeah, warm and naked at your side. How could anyone think that's not creepy? Well, he's actually talking about a full-grown woman. She just, he wants her to call him daddy. (laughs) (laughs) What is this happening? Oh, God dang it. I mean, rest in peace. Rest in peace. It's a a good song. All his his latter stuff is better, though. Yeah, I... I was thought so when I was growing up. I I might have been a little bit more prudish than I am now, but you know, he was. You know uh, the the sequel to that one. I want your sex. Jesus to a child. Oh no! <laughs> what did what? Oh, I, did he sing that too? Oh my! That's what this is. Jesus to a child. This is this is going to be like our black episode that never gets published. <laughs> I need to start smoking. You know, I think then we kind of have a Soylent Green moment here with Ellie's in this cage and she sees an ear on the ground and she's like, you're eating people like Soylent Green is people. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It gets really dark after that. And straight Um, straight out of the game. And it's even an ear and everything in the hole. Yeah. I mean, right down to, to, because I went went back and and double-checked it, after the episode when she's laying there and she's kind of up against the gate and because he, he kept wanting to know her name and she's like Ellie mm-hmm. he's like what Ellie my name is Ellie so you tell that to your friends and you know who broke your fucking finger yeah that was I mean, a great line right, right out of the game oh he says too then he's like you have a violent heart and so do I and then he's like you're gonna be my like uh, father figure second but I'm gonna yeah Yeah, but you know, she. I mean, really, what gets starts getting weird That's too so is creepy. that he's like, th- his like compound is burning down. His main. Oh, when she I, sets the place of fire, sets the place of fire, and then he's like, instead of like preserving his building or getting the hell out of there, he decides he's gonna rape. He's her. gonna or go after her. Yep. Yeah, he's gonna get her. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of comes full circle then, because you realize that your gut instinct at the beginning of this episode with his creepiness to that other girl was just kind of like uh, spot we said on. it. He had not been on screen for three seconds, and we yeah, called we knew. it. We, we knew. knew. Absolutely. Oh, well, I knew. did. I did read one interesting, or no, maybe it was the after show that talked about this episode because we watched the after show, and they said that the the whole. Um, you know, everybody in the makeup, the makeup that they did and the way they dressed them was make them look gaunt and starving and that the whole episode was about deprivation. That's, that was... What was the name of the episode? Did you write it down? Yeah. Um, when We Are In Need was episode eight. Well, when need, we are in need. All kinds, all kinds of needs, right? Yeah. Going on, or supposedly. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, one of the reasons that the the show start, starts off super dark is because he's reading from Revelation, and there's a crying daughter. The dad is dead. You don't know exactly what this is all about. You know, he should have taken her to the meat cooler so she can say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oof. Oh, well, cranky. I don't know. And then, um, yeah, she's. I know. That, I know. That, that I know episode, where your daddy is. 
that's that's an interesting episode because at the end, um, it's yeah, it, you really see the the trauma that Ellie has experienced through everything channeled out at the end. I mean, she finally kind of snaps and breaks, and and who wouldn't after all that? Oh, that's, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. It's got to feel good, though, that basically Joel has killed everybody in the town. Because, <laughs> I mean, like... He has yeah, a habit of that. He's got a bad habit of that. That'll segue us and into... He conti- and he continues on. Into the Last of Us finale. And um, what's what's awesome, You want do you want to talk about the gal in the beginning, the, the pregnant woman running through the woods? Do you want to talk about her, or should I? Well, do they actually give her a name? In the episode, Anna. Her Anna, name was Anna. Anna. Yeah. Who was actually, mm-hmm. and I'm sure anybody real watch, watching, if you're watching this, <laughs> let us know. I'd like to find out how. Um, if you're listening, you probably are aware that, yeah, Anna, the actual actress, is the person who voices Ellie in the video game. That's awesome. And that I, they include I think it's her. very awesome. And I tell you, I still, it was so weird when I first saw her. I mean, I was like, how the hell did they upage her? Oh. And up taller. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that, and then, the fact that she so looks like the actor that plays Ellie. Um, yeah, there's an really incredible make, striking likeness between yeah, the two. Yeah, and it really made, that's why I mentioned when you were watching, I was, I was like, I wonder if that's how that that actress got the job because she came into audition or sent a tape in or somebody said, I got an actress for you because she looks just like Mary or whoever who, you know, voices Ellie, you yeah. know, for the game. And she did. Awesome. I just, I was just, I was, I was in, in awe. Do we know, this is the one thing I missed. Uh, do we know why she was running in the woods? What she was running from? Cause well, she obviously was... the, that uh, creaker runner that came busting through the door after her. Possibly, but she, she was being chased. She was being chased. Later, she made some statement because they about, even commented. Yeah, she's sorry I couldn't meet. Yeah, I was late. Whatever. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, she was she was running from the. Yeah, man, I tell you Runners. what. She, her water breaks, and she gets in that room and sits down, and that baby just flies right out of her. It's got to be well, the easiest she's, birth ever. Well, yeah, being attacked by a, an infected yeah, I think that, undead, if you want to call that easy, sure. Well, okay, but, but that baby just came flying right out. Well, it squirted out because she was kind of... It's kind of like if you're actually just peeing... And you mind your own business, and while you're peeing, you sneeze. <laughs> There's about about a ninety percent probability you're gonna shit your pants, which is why guys, while they're peeing, standing up, nah, you're not gonna sneeze because you're gonna you're gonna lay some cable while you're standing there too at the same time. So, kind of the, so I mean, so it's kind of the same thing. Basically, equivalent it was the equivalent of her peeing and then sneezing. Yeah, getting attacked, getting attacked by the infected because like whoa, whatever that went on, there she was. It also could have been the fact that she'd been running through the woods. Maybe shook the baby down a little bit. I mean, geez, got a head start. Yeah, but don't bump. Oh, head start. Oh fuck! I still stop. Stop. (laughs) There we go. I still. I gotta what? take this out of there one of these days. What are we? It's. I feel like it's Groundhog Day, and we just hear that exterminate all the time. <laughs> all right, but she realizes she's but bit. She's like, start. "Oh shit, I was bit," and she really quickly cuts the umbilical cord. But we, she did cut it fast. She cut it right, fast. Like, like within yeah. five seconds. Yep. Give but she still baby. lied. She still and lied she's like, about Give it. Give the baby the knife. Find her home. 
Her name is Ellie. <laughs> give her, give her the knife. Give her the knife. Knife, yeah. baby. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, okay. So then we we've got that nice little flashback, and then we get to Joel and Ellie. We never really under we never really figured out why Ellie was so down in the dumps. Did we? Did she ever really? No. Say? But evidently yeah. giraffes make her really happy. Oh, she got all excited. She saw the giraffe, and who wouldn't? I mean, that was pretty cool. And we, we I mean, anytime you run into a troop or a kaleidoscope a or, tower, or a tower, a tower, or whatever the other name is for the herd, we found out from Siri tonight that um, a herd of giraffes. And I double checked it on the internet to make sure it was true. <laughs> either a tower, a troop, or a kaleidoscope. So apparently the people that got together, <laughs> the people that figure this shit out. A journey, in the world a journey is the other one. <laughs> journey, also a journey. A journey. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. A journey of giraffes. Uh, but they say that's typically used, get this, if the herd or the group is actually moving. <laughs> wow. I'm dead fucking serious. They call it a journey of giraffes. Wow. All I got to say is I was happy that no giraffes died because it got kind of violent <laughs> no, after no, that. No giraffes died in the making of this episode. You know, these, these two really need to get some fucking situational awareness because, they, like, if it, oh. Ellie is not talking, Joel is talking. Will this have something to do with, like, a uh, flashbang? No. Out? It's like whenever anyone is talking and not paying attention, they get they get snuck up upon. That's what I said. The fla- flashbang is what that was. Goes flash, oh, yeah, goes bang, yeah. and you get smoke. Yeah, I think he's Actually, like, it would have been a little bit more flashy and banger. That was probably more yeah. of just a smoke bomb. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, there exists. But, I mean, so basically, oh. you know what's interesting, though, is I realized they had reached their destination and did not know <laughs> it. <laughs> You've reached your destination. They went there. They, they got to their destination. The it was the medical camp where the fireflies were. Well, they were at a hospital, but they were at a, yes, they were at a, a camp that was set up by the army. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You kind of think that the hospitals would still probably have blue plaques or blue signs. Well, I mean, it's just like. look for, you know, emergency entrance. They were there and they didn't know it, which is what I think is interesting. And um, then it just gets really fuzzy to me after that because. You blacked out. Well, no, we find out that we find out that Ellie is going to be going into brain surgery, and they're going to kill her. They're going to pull this, this thing out of her brain. And the magic word was when they had a conversation before, and I said it. It wasn't a word. I said just remember this conversation. Ellie was like, "When we're done, we'll go wherever you want to go." Mm-hmm. So that had to be the clue right away when. When, uh, what's her name? Meredith? Melissa? Mabel? <laughs> it's Marlene. Marlene. <laughs> you know, was it's talking. Marlene. When she actually spilled, you know, spilled, uh, spilled her guts actually by saying, yeah, you know, she, she's fine. She's not going to know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Let's just slip you a Mickey and give you. And, you know, it's got that's brain pretty... surgery that's going to kill you when you obviously knew that Ellie was like, that. Nah, we're going to go over here. I want to get some blood. They're going to they're going to take a skin sample and some, some of my hair and we're going to be on our way and out of here. And we're off to freaking Disneyland, man, because that's what she thought was going to happen. Yeah. So Marlene is pretty much bullshit because this is her best friend, Anna's child. Anna said, protect her. And basically, she grew up as an orphan with Fedra. And she wasn't treated very well. What's her well. name? Marlene. 
Marlene even recognized the fact that she had told her friend that she would take care of her daughter and she was using that as a wedge with Joel yeah about killing her yeah she's like yeah I said I said I would protect this child well I guess you're really not one to hold your fucking word are you no I mean I thought that was she was almost like a sacrifice um I didn't like that but but boy do we ever you know don't we ever get some Joel. revenge here after uh, that? Revenge. He's like, yeah, revenge he, murders are awesome. He's like a trained assassin. He's he's like John Wick. It's a ballet. He can of kill death. everybody but himself. His, yeah, that's right. He mentions that that he tried to kill himself after <laughs> his daughter died. He flinched. He was a flincher. But, but that was day um, two. He said that was well. yeah so day two. He hasn't had quite the training, but he's got a few more days under his belt. I mean, so. I, I think like personally, when he out of all the people he's killed on this show, when he shot that surgeon, I was like, holy shit! Just execution. I read some of some some just execution. somebody some of some of somebody said that that was watch you know watch this space that that's gonna come back to bite him in the ass. Oh really? And I don't know why. That's just what I. I mean, that was the extent of what I had read. So well, I'm pretty sure any time you kill a doctor, it's not <laughs> a good idea, right? But I mean, it might have something to do with something that happens in the second game. I don't know. Mm. Well, I mean, he kills people. Pretty much, people have laid down their weapons, and he's killed them. He. Um... Yeah. Well, no, that was just in the hospital, though. You're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I would have too, because who's going to say they're not going to come up behind you? Yeah. Right. I mean, he's he's there to he's there. He's on business. He's, yeah. Then he lies to Ellie, gets her out of there, and he lies. And to And that her. part is so stupid. Right in line with the game, almost word for word. But yeah. Well, I think it's all about Marlene because she's upset that Marlene is dead, and he doesn't want he doesn't want her to know that Marlene is dead. A piece of oh, I I think he didn't want. Well, didn't you oh. say he didn't want her to know that she's a piece of shit? That's true. That's true. Doesn't want her to know she's a piece of shit. Because she's known Marlene her whole life. Also killed her. And Marlene was going to sell her the fuck out. She did sell her the fuck out. Well, right. I mean, I was going to say, well, she would have accomplished it if she had been dead. Can I help you with something? <laughs> One of my dogs is singing to us here. <laughs> singing the song of her people. I'm probably making noises that she doesn't like. Um, I there's, think she, there's she either, two dogs. One she, dog likes me, the other doesn't. Oh, they don't want you. Well, but I think she either is wants a snack or she wants to go outside and go to the bathroom. I'm not sure which it is. Well, she's probably like, hey, this gummy is hitting me. I gotta get out. I gotta get out. <laughs> I gotta, really I gotta get out. Everything's glued together. <laughs> so I, I anyway, I think I think he didn't want to have you know have her bad a, a bad opinion of the woman that probably basically raised her. Well, right? Right? yeah, I don't think if she raised her, she didn't do a very good job. But no, I just I'm not ta- I'm I'm just simply talking about timelines and whatnot. That because you know Ellie lived um, in the quarantine zone and went to school and all that kind of stuff, and Marlene was probably the one that was watching her and blah you know blah blah blah. blah. So she had very high regard for this person, and then to turn out you know and find out that this person who likely raised you was gonna sell you down the river. Right. What kind of suck? Well, and you know, I'm I'm honestly going to miss that show now that's going to go on hiatus for a while. That was, that's a good show. I'm well, yeah, there's it. like a 10-year break between games, so it's going to be a while, I suppose, until they start filming again. <laughs> well, let's, let's hope that, because um, it's an HBO show, correct? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know when they're going to start filming season two. Let's hope it doesn't hit the chopping block or something. No, it's already there. No, no, no. It's already up for season two. Okay. Well, we're going to transition. We are going to transition now over to Star Trek Picard. Mr. Pickard. Mr. Pickard. Mr. Pickard. Yeah, after just two episodes in, they uh, renewed it for a second season. So after Where did we leave off on Picard? Did we even podcast about Picard? Podcast? We did. Because I remember talking about the Vedic and the Shrike. Let's just pick a one and go with Oh, there's five. Four is no win scenario. Five is imposters. Mm-hmm. So are we going to be talking about four and five then? Yep. Let's do that. Because two and three are literally just them stuck in the uh, the nebula that turns into a womb. Oh, I hate that word, womb. It's kind of like cervix. What did we talk all about? We talked all about um, Jack being his kid, right? We oh, talked yeah. about that. Okay. All right. So four and five then. With time running out, Picard, Riker, and the crew must confront the sins of their past. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the past is brought up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, a lot of the past is brought up in these episodes because we go way, way back to some stuff that happens in next gen. No well, respect. We'll get there. I don't think we should jump the shark that much. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping the shark, I think, means something different than <laughs> means something different than I think it means. You think it means? Oh, I know. Jumping the shark is the, is a crazy episode that just goes out of control. No, but, no, it's not. It started with happy days. I, you're absolutely right. Fonzie. But it has nothing to do with being an episode that goes crazy out of control. All right. Well. When you, you talk about a series jumping the shark, that means because happy days collapsed and caved in and was canceled after the, after the episode <laughs> where Fonzie jumps a shark. That's when they decided that that's it. The show is fucking, it's, it's done. And, well. and, and, it, and it didn't get renewed. It didn't get renewed. So when they say that something's jumped the shark, I mean, it's you're done. You're past your, you're it. You're done. Well, so you I, don't, I don't know. Days of our lives has jumped the shark quite a bit. <laughs> They've jumped all kinds of sharks. <laughs> oh God! Right, I get, well. I get a kick. I always try to well, dissect no what matter, you think about Scott. <laughs> no matter how bleak the situation, you are never without hope. I am. If I get stuck in a bar eating, what was it? Haddock? Or is that the next episode? Never mind. Anyway, so uh, Star Trek Picard, number four, no win scenario. Um, you know, they're like trapped deep in the nebula and they're like, oh, hey. You know, what's funny is Dr. Crusher figures this out, which is like, you know, why is Dr. <laughs> why is Beverly figuring this out? She's never been doing like kind of like. She always did. I mean, they gave her some sciencey stuff to do to try some answers to try to figure out what not during the series. She was counting down. She was timing out all these well, but, bio. Well, I think it was waves. because she was kind of going, "Wait a minute," because I was wondering the same. After it happened like the third time, I was like, "Anybody checking to see if those are like happening at the same time or something? If yeah. it's cyclical, because then that wouldn't be space, right? Right. That'd have to be manufactured." Right. And I'm glad that they're giving her, you know, they're really kind of giving old Bev her due. And I've heard this several other times because, like, when it came around to the movies and whatnot, shit, she she was a fucking paper holder. Right. That's all she was. She had nothing in any of the movies to do. She was just there to, you know, fill that space. So a lot of, 
so, and, uh, quite a number of articles and whatnot that I've read have addressed the fact that this is really kind of a way of rectifying. Well, that's good. You yeah. know, nice and I, I agree, and it's good. I uh, so so in I mean Riker admits that Picard was right. You know, like all of a sudden he's like, oh, you know, you're right, which I didn't really understand. What what was he right about? What was okay, he right about? Okay, do you remember that Picard kept wanting to fight? And Riker kept wanting to hide or run. Right. And it was the the way I interpreted it is the, that the amount of energy and everything, ship health that was expended with this trying to run thing and hide thing, you know, uh-huh. could have easily have been used to fight and maybe get him out of there because they only had that one super duper weapon. Well, but they did try to fight and it went horribly wrong. Once. Yes. Once. Yes. Yeah. And Picard still wanted to go back again. And at the same time, it's kind of like, well, you know, what's he have to say? He's not the. Well, he's like, stand down. Yeah. Well, and, and as I and I, I said, and a number of other locations where I read it, the, you know, you would never, military otherwise, have a commanding officer who would stand there and berate, you know, somebody else like that in front of everybody else, regard, regardless of what it would be. Yeah, they're you know, supposed to be friends. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Right, you know, and then especially the whole, oh, you've killed us. I mean, that would never, but it makes for good TV. Yeah. You know, and that's fine because they also, in the military, you never hear anybody address multiple people that outrank them as sirs. And that's the one thing, it's Star Trek does it all the fucking time. I need to write a letter to Alex Kurtzman and tell him to get his shit together. You'd never walk into, I mean, they do it all the damn time. They walk into the room, hello, sirs, you know, excuse me, sirs, whatever it is. If it's more, and now this is me because I got to bug up my butt plus a couple other things. If it's men and somebody would walk in like that, you say gentlemen. Oh, okay. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I need that favor. And if it would be women, you'd say ladies. Oh, okay. If they outrank you. Yeah, so anytime right. you address more than one person that outranks you, <clears throat> and it doesn't even sound better. Yeah. Excuse me, gentlemen. Not sirs. Sirs. <laughs> sirs. Sirs. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Oh. I what did you think about that like sending uh seven to look for a pot? Like <laughs> the pot that the changeling's been like stewing <laughs> I in. I think it was an awesome <laughs> awesome idea. Awesome idea. But not all ideas are are executed effectively. <laughs> it was kind of good, and, and I thought it was kind of cool the way she found it. it was almost like she was giving up, exasperated, and she's standing there looking, and then she like sees a difference in those two two different lights. You know, one had was clear, and one had a thing behind it. The problem is a the pot that she found, and we're not talking about cannabis. I love that. We talked. Are we talking about cannabis? <laughs> Shop, yeah, I wish. Right. <laughs> I love that part. Um, yeah. We're talking about a pot for the thing to piss in, basically. <laughs> well, pot sleep in. I'm and gonna go with the thing in. was, the one that she found looked almost identical to the one that was on his pad. <laughs> okay. And number two, if you do any, if you've watched any episodes of, of Deep Space Nine, anytime Odo complained about needing to reliquify or whatever it was, it didn't have to be a specific pot. It was just any, it could, I mean, it could be a freaking garbage can. Just anything that would hold his form together in one place. Yeah. So the fact that he had like a picture of one of their pots mm-hmm. and the fact that she found one that looked like ident- almost identical to that, it's like, it could have been anything. I mean, literally a, a, a plant 
pot. Right. You know, the sink. Was you could put more... the stopper in the sink was it and just crawl me? up there and goop yeah. into the sink. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Was it just me or was it more like blob-like than the way it was on Deep Space Nine? It was kind of like liquid. And... Well, and, and you know, one of the things that came up is they even they were talking about, um, you know, where you they're in doing the autopsy and talking about the fact that how it's dead but still holding form. That the one of the thoughts is that maybe they have evolved. To a point to where they yeah. can, you know, have these different types, you know, because they could reproduce blood and organs and all that kind of stuff, which they never did. Old Odo couldn't do fucking hair or eyebrows for crying out loud. Right, he couldn't, yeah. And, and evidently none of them could because, you know, they had like one of probably the oldest one of them that was there was the, the woman that was on the other side of the war. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like Odo was young and couldn't do it. None of them could. So in 20 years, they went from being able to do hair and noses and eyebrows, not being able to do hair and noses and eyebrows, to being able to do blood and organs. So the thought is that still, though, somehow they've developed or advanced. And the thing is, is that when they do their shape shifty and they go into blob form, that there are some somewhat solid parts to them. Yeah. I, you know what it, it looks should like be like the be... white foam part. It looks like whale blubber. Does it? <laughs> well, it's got that white stuff in there. It's kind of yeah, like, like the it, like a lot of gristle on a steak. That's yeah, what it looks. It like. reminds yeah. me of the stuff that if you ever go to the lake and go water skiing and stuff like that, there's always the white foam that comes oh, up yeah, onto the beach. Yeah, I don't see <laughs> That's that. kind of like what it looks Remember like. Remember when Vedic cut off her hand and it was just goo, and she talks to it, and it kind of went up in this like sort of like hologram type thing, and she talks. It to It floated. But and it was her t- whole she, hand, and like, she talked to somebody through her goo. And I, I don't get the. To me, I'm all about. Oh, okay, cool. They have. Subspace, <laughs> subspace telecom, you know, uh, mind powers or whatever. How the hell, I have no idea. It was weird. It was kind of, it was cool, but I don't know how you tie it into anything that we know of. Yeah. What did you think We're about nerding out here? What, what did you think about Shaw going in? Can I talk a- to you about the Enterprise being 50, <laughs> 50 feet below water? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <wait. laughs> let's, let's talk about Shaw, like, uh, the dipshit from Chicago. Yeah. He's like, Really, he's really going off on Picard for being Borg and killing 11,000 people. Yeah, you and I did not talk about this after that happened, and I totally have my opinions well, on that whole What's your opinion on that? Thing. What's your opinion on yeah, that? I'm should, curious about that. Picard should spin around and say, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. You didn't get fucking tubes jammed into your neck. And, you know, pieces of a fucking 73 Pinto bolted onto your fucking head. Right, I mean, it was And marched around. Yeah, I was, I was a puppet. I was a puppet. Was somebody had strings on me? I had literally, literally no control over what I was fucking doing. You know where your old man was that day? Saturday, four nine eight six three four dash ninety five. It was the only Borg so deadly. Okay, that was cool. Them a name that was cool. That was the. I mean, that was kind of cool. But I think it was just a segue to be able to say, "Look, cute as a Borg." Well, well, sure, but I mean, that was kind of cool. I mean, that was kind of a like. How could he be so deadly when he wasn't calling the shot? I mean, it was that's yeah, that's so that's my thing is where I mean, I get it. They tried to do the whole, yeah, I've been putting up with this shit half my life kind of thing. And I understand, yeah, sure, people are mad, but you didn't kill him. Right. Borg Queen somewhere is one that did the killing. But, you know, I don't know, you lose your whole family or whatever. And yeah, maybe you get a little, together. maybe your nose gets a little bent out of shape. It's going to be bitter, right? 
Yeah, but later he does. I'm talking to you, Cisco. Shaw does say, (laughs) forgive me. At some point, asshole became a substitute for charm. (laughs) That's a good good. line. That was a good line. Yeah. Well, so anyway, you know, we have that nice family moment. And then they decide, well, we're going to ride the wave. We're going to ride the wave. We're gonna we're gonna hitch a ride on this light. Not the first time the crew of the Enterprise, the bridge crew of the Enterprise, figured out how to ride a wave oh, out, of, out of trouble. Something is they've done that so many times. Something is three. giving birth in space, and we're just gonna fly, fly out of the like ectoplasm. We're just gonna whatever well, the would, placenta, the yeah, electric placenta, yeah, a giant space baby on the way. I'd be flying out of there too, man. <laughs> yeah. What I got to say, they've they've driven, driven, they've driven, ridden a number of space waves to get themselves out of trouble before in the past in episodes. Yeah. But like I got to say, this was the coolest one that they ever did. No, it looked good. The, the, effect, the, God, the effects on this show are just stupid good. Yeah, they're good, you know. But well, we and we of course don't know what the goals of the changelings are at all. We don't know We're anything about what's happening with that. Galactic dominance, about yeah. all I can say. And can I just say something that, especially at the level of the effects and the graphics and whatnot are in this show, if they could take one person from the effects team and have them jump on to the uh, Star Wars <laughs> online video game team and have them try to plus stuff up so it looks a little bit better... Than my 1994 copy of Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of the Loud Lizards. <laughs> every fucking every that. fucking Star Trek game looks like shit. Okay, God, right. I just had I just had to say that. Yeah. Well, I think we should boldly get the hell out of here. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that was a good one. And then good. right as soon as they did that, they hitched the ride to the wave, and then the. The space, the nebula exploded into space jellyfish, and that's what it was. Space jellyfish. Space jellyfish. That's Leisure Suit Larry in the Land Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. I Wow. Dance the night away at the Lost Ways. I mean, look at, look at those two-bit Disco? graphics. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's uh, it's a guy that's just into, like, hookers, and there's a, a hooker in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at those graphics. Wow, wow. Is that realistic? Or this what? is actually, folks who are listening, this is actually called Leisure Suit Larry. In the land of the lounge lizards. In the lizards. land of the lounge lizards. Google yeah, it. Yeah, Google, okay. Google it. Google it. Yeah, your we'll your heart will not. Uh, you will get five bucks from those pixelated <laughs> whores. <laughs> but I actually, that was the first video game I ever bought. Oh, okay. Surprise, surprise. That's kind of creeps me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we forgot about so right right before the whales explode, Riker, he's like grabs a tractor beam and he just slings an asteroid at Vedic and kind of dick dick kind of kind of dick dicked her up. Yeah, dick, he dick, kind of dicked her up. We don't know where she stands really. Yeah. Well, they're flo- well. They were talking about it's going to be an hour to get their engines going and everything, so they're not they're not blowed up. 
And then there's the whole thing about the knife that she used. Now, I would not have known this if I had not let this creep into my reading list. But that's that knife is the exact knife from Nemesis that Shinzon had. Wow. That's his knife. Okay. Right down to the little... Little little offshoot turd looking thing that kind of looks that's almost like a knuckle grip. His mom. <laughs> yeah, that's Shinzon's mom. I think that's his mom. <laughs> Was Shinzon not a clone, but actually a shapeshifter? I don't know. Boy, that's a good one. How's that for yeah, you? How's that? We never did figure out what kind of alien that girl is that has that like fucking the, hilarious the moss that in like five weeks that's what happens. And we'd be like the only ones to say. Like, oh my God, that was his mom. <laughs> Well, she's somebody's mom, I'm sure. Everybody is somebody's mom. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So and so at the very end of this episode, where you know what what kind she's of she's a pawn. She's a pawn. Vedic is a pawn. Yeah. Because remember, because the floaty hand person, right? Was she's like, working. You are you are expendable. She's working for the changelings. She's working for the changelings. And we don't know what's going on with Jack Crusher because he's having these visions and it doesn't look like he's a changeling. It looks like he has red eyes and some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of like monster thing coming out of him. Well, it was like he was, um, uh, I was going to do a little crosswalk on, on TV shows here. He was a, a gold <laughs> oh, from, from Stargate. Okay. Well, he is, um, he's having visions and he's having premonitions and he's seeing things happen and he, oh, he goes all like ninja on those changelings. He, uh, he really like goes into, that was a little crazy, a bit of an Assassin's Creed stretch there. I was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if we want to do a little, dig a little deep, the the only reference that I've been able to find with Star Trek and glowing eyes is way back to literally quite episode one of the the original series when it was remade or not remade but when it was the pilot was redone and Gary Mitchell was a doctor mm. or a scientist and had and had glowy I remember and had glowy eyes and they were like zapping each other oh they okay. had been, they had been uh, they had been enhanced by some aliens, and that was the. And then there was this doctor too, mm-hmm. and then that was that was the episode, and it showed Kirk's grave, and it said James R. Kirk. Oh, oops, James. Well, R. Kirk. I don't, I don't know. I was just I, trying to think. I was trying to think if they were doing a callback to a different alien. Is my point? I felt like the. I felt like the alien that is that the alien. I don't. How do you explain it? It's like something. Sort of pieces of metal growing out of him, and they're kind of stretching. They stretch out along the walls. <laughs> to me, they look like the shit on The Last of Us. They look like roots a or bit. or um, spores doing their thing. Doesn't that remind you a bit of a Discovery? Is something we saw in Discovery? It seems very Discovery esque. It feels just it, like it does. Discovery. It does. Yeah. So it feels very Discovery ish. Yeah. But it's like what I, I don't. Know. I haven't uh, been able to find out. I've looked, I you know, because I keep thinking they did a dark dive somewhere or a deep dive to try well, you know, to some other alien. There's a lot of canon, and you can't discount the books. They're taking they take shit out of the books every once in a while. So mm, Star Trek, 
I've yeah. not seen that happen on Star Trek. A You'd have to times. give me one example. Oh, there was an example. On... One example. Oh, right boy. now, right now, just right under the gun. You're right gonna be, you are you are gonna it make the assertion. It was in the books. It was in the books that <laughs> Picard and Beverly had a child. But that was a different child in the books. It wasn't him. Well, and that, but that was one that Picard, Picard. Pickard knew Mr. about. Pickard. Mr. Pickard Mr. knew Pickard about that knew one. Knew about that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you're like, oh, I'm wrong. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> whatever. It's not. Important. Well, Jack's got important. a vision at the end, and then uh, five, number five. The, this this last this most latest episode was hard for me because of all that stuff that was going on between Roe and Picard. I didn't. I, I don't was... remember her. I don't remember. I, I don't think I was watching Next Gen at that time. So all that storyline. Was like, was like I said, that was the last season. There was just all over my head. I didn't remember any she of She was probably in, I mean, she wasn't in a boatload of episodes, maybe 10 or something like that. But um, Why does she let all those people from the Titan transport over to... She was keeping her yap shut because she, knew, because she knew that everybody that was over there basically is a... Freaking oh, shapeshifter. She does look familiar now. She also played Admiral Kane on Battlestar Galactica, the remake. Oh, okay. Who huh. was who was killed? Okay. She had lesbian affair with one of the number sixes. Okay. Well, this is interesting. So, um, I, I don't know what what do you what kind of relationship do I you think she ca- had with character. Picard? Was it was it? Was it, a, it an employee, employee, like employee supervisor relationship? It was very. It was a hundred percent animus, animosity when she came onto the Enterprise. He's like, "Bitch, you are here to do this mission. Mm-hmm. Keep your fucking shit out of my way. Keep your nose clean. Do your mission. You're gonna knock a few years off your sentence, and we will all say goodbye." And then the way the mission went down, he was really like, he found out. She was actually taking orders from an admiral. Yet again, another Starfleet. Ad- it's always the admirals yeah. that are causing all the damn problems. So it was another admiral that was had her going on this little side mission to try to actually set up the this Bajoran, then make this Bajoran actually look like mm-hmm. a terrorist that supposedly was bombing the Cardassians. Oh my God! This sounds like I don't leave the house. Why don't you? Why don't and, you quote the number and the episode just for posterity's sake? Well, it was the it was the <laughs> well well I mean no I mean that one I mean she was in like I said a number of episodes. Her last episode was the second to the last one. Oh, but you're talking about the episode where she started out. Well, yeah, you're looking at it right there. Just quoted, so uh, we know. No, so the was, listeners know what you're I talking wasn't, about. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, they always have first episode, last episode, whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, but the... Oh, here. Um, preemptive... No, Preemptive Strike was the last one she was in. Anyway. So... But she ended up coming clean to Picard about this Admiral. So then Picard got a wind of it and all that kind of stuff and did his Picard stuff. And so since she came clean and found... he, you know, Then he discovered that he, she was actually just following orders... And she really was interested in just good about, you know, shit happening for the right reasons and everything. Then he offered her the opportunity to stay on the ship. And the whole thing with the earring was because Riker had told her to remove the earring. Mm. And she had she had said, well, under one condition. And it was basically, it was like, I'm, I'm keeping my freaking earring on. 
And so he let her wear the earring. So that, that was the other th reason why he was like, nah, nah. If you're really rolled Aaron, you'd be wearing that freaking earring and you don't have it on. So that was his big thing why he was thinking that she was a changeling. Right, right. Because he had gone through all that with her. That was a nice little cat and mouse. It was an interesting. It was definitely interesting. It was deep. I just, I think if I had remembered the episode, that would have been pretty neat. Um, that particular one? Yeah, because like I said, she was in a, she was in a number of them. Um, what was the name of the? And then, then the big thing was because she was having so many. Oh, the name of the first the episode was called Ensign Row. Mm. Um, and uh, because there was such a problem going on and all, and and Guinan kept talking to her during that episode, and bugging her and bugging her and bugging her. And it was it was finally Guinan that persuaded her to go let Picard know what was going on. Okay. And when. Uh, Roe walked into his office and she had been, uh, you know, like sequestered to her quarters or whatever. Um, he's like, I, you know, I told you, you stay in your quarters. And all of a sudden, in pops Guinan. And he's like, basically, it's like, well, Guinan, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, this is Roe. She needs to talk to you. And she's my friend. That was Aww. the big thing, was the, my friend. And well, then, how and sweet then, is and then, are you tearing it, up a little? Are you tearing up? No. Did that crack you? Okay. No. So, <laughs> no. And, and so then, like, she leaves, and the whole thing was like, Garnet is very particular of whom she refers to as a friend. Yeah. You know, and so then that's when she spills her guts, blah, 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 blah. And then, then it becomes really kind of a, a mentor thing. Mm -hmm. So she stays on. And so then, when she decided to bug out again, that's why he was so pissed. Mm -hmm. But. Well, then, now the big surprise. She was a good is character, good actor. That or it's character. Starfleet is corrupt at the top, and now Riker and Picard are—they got the earring, and they got all the like the the trail of the investigation, and we find out that Roe had been working with Worf, and so Worf. Yeah, and she Riker was his handler. Picard, yep, she was his handler. That wow. was that was pretty cool with that little phone call coming in there. Yeah, it all comes full man? circle. This is how we're bringing the gang back together. Right. I just hope they're not, because they've already done the, the Starfleet, you know, corrupted at the highest level stuff. They're, that was the an episode that was probably like their second, third season that everybody was so freaked out because they thought it was so, so like on the verge of being a horror TV show because they actually shot this one guy in the chest and his chest blew open. And then all these little like lobster thingies came out. Ew. And those were the things that were embedding themselves into people and taking over Starfleet. They were they were possessed or, you know, these little critters were inside them. Kind of looked like the thing that they that con stuck oh, in. Yeah. What's his name's in ear. ear? Yeah, they kind of sort of look like that. Beetleish. And um, then like this one guy, he spins around in this episode when they figure out who he is. He's sitting in this chair and he. He's like, Woo, what's the problem? And they're trying to, like, oh, there's the bug over there. And he, like, lets the bug, it, like, crawls up his leg and crawls up his arm and he opens up its mouth and it crawls into his mouth and goes, <laughs> it was, yeah. But then they shoot him in the guts and he's, like, blowing out all these little bugs. And wow. So I'm like, okay, you guys have already done the Star, uh, let's say Star Trek. Yeah, it's Star Trek, but Starfleet's been. Oh, it's somebody fart in your face. <laughs> Dog farted. <laughs> um, but they so they've done the you know everything is corrupt and eh, I'm just I'm just I'm almost you're funny. over it. Well, yeah, it's just kind of like yeah. Let's get a new storyline, right? Mm -hmm. It's like God, if this is supposed to be their swan song, why are we literally pulling a page from an episode of Next Gen? I don't know. 
I guess we'll find out in five more episodes. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I thought it was good. I thought it's been good so far. I think. Oh, I... it's been good, but it's just now that we know that it's this the Starfleet is corrupted thing. It's like, oh, you guys. Yeah. We'll see. I'll probably be eating my words later. Yeah. All right. Well, and there we are. There we that are. brings us up to the end. Um, the end. We are planning on going to see Cocaine Bear on Tuesday. We finally, it's been a while. I, I mean, it's been out for Cocaine a while. Bear. I'm looking excited about that. And I have to do a podcast about Cocaine Bear. I, I, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. That movie's got to be so fucking stupid. It's got to be stupid, right? So I read this article. Because Cocaine Bear is based on a real story. Some jerk actually did send out, a, he pushed a bunch of cocaine out of a plane that landed in the woods, and a bear ate it and died. Yeah. And so, and then that's pretty much, that's pretty much the story right there. That's pretty there. much the story. It didn't <laughs> go on like a rage or anything. But <laughs> Elizabeth Banks, the director, said that she wrote this movie for to give the bear some revenge. <laughs> the bear that died that was killed by the cocaine now this is this is his it's, it's this payback. is his payback and revenge. I lo- oh, I, see that's funny. Bear. Okay, that's I thought that funny. was good. I thought that was neat. That that's, was a nice that's, little That's that's awesome. That's 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 funny. Oops, sorry. That was a nice little uh tribute to the to to the I concur. Bear. I concur. Yeah. This is only this is only 3 seconds long. Going back into back to Leisure Larry. Nah, no leisure suit, Larry. Yeah, while, while you're into leisure, Larry, I'm gonna get into these gummies. Okay. Gummy bears. But more than anything, I love Doug. Hey! Shut the fuck up! Fucking piece of shit. That's Doug, the best owner in the world. This is your Strays movie. Yeah, when Strays too. When Strays coming out, maybe we can do a double feature with Cocaine Bear and Strays. When I bring the ball back, he says, well, fuck. <laughs> That's how I know I won the game. <laughs> when I bring the ball back, he says, Hey, what's back. your favorite flavor of gummy bear? The lemonade looking ones. The ones Ooh, that are clear. The white ones, yeah. yeah. I like the red bears. Kind of the cherry bears. I guess the ones I like look a little bit more like cocaine. <laughs> so they're cocaine bears. That's, uh, yeah, I don't do cocaine. It's not in the right home about I mean, that sounds really hella scary. Just like getting your heart rate up that fast. Eh, it's no, wor- no worse than Adderall. I don't take that either. Well, I'm just saying, you can get Adderall over the counter because that's part of the pharmaceutical. No, I, I have difficulties with a double shot of espresso. I don't think I do very well. <laughs> anyway, thanks for sharing your gummy bears. So. We ready to say goodbye to our listeners? I think we are because the dog's oh, about ready to say dogs. goodbye to your fingers. Dog is like, I want a gummy bear so I can poop better, like my dad said. And you're giving them away mine. I'm going to eat this bear. Nom, nom, nom. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for Thank uh, you. putting up with us. <laughs> That's why I'm just going to end everything right now. Thank you for putting oh up with God. us. Oh, my God. My name is Nancy. <laughs> I, I'm referred to generally as Scott. <laughs> oh, you know what? You can be Scotty Bear today because... <laughs> The, our focus on bears. <laughs> ah, nice play out. <laughs> Just a little, little child molestation. 
sing us to the door. <laughs> and just remember, Nancy started it. I, I did. <laughs> I did, because I said that it was creepy. And it is. It's totally creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> but this isn't, I, this isn't I will be your father figure. This is like Jesus is your father figure? This or is what? Jesus to a child. Oh. It's the follow-up to father figure. That's a really pretty song, but it is probably about some perverted act. Weird. All right, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I We're just done. want to say, as we exit, we do not support child perversion in any way, shape, or form. No, but we do grade it. <laughs> okay. We're um, we're concerned about it, yeah. Yeah, about not getting a good score. Oh, wow. Why did I start this? Okay. You should know better by now. I should. I should. You okay. really should. Okay. Well... Um, thanks folks. We'll Make see you back. on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> Can't end.